Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. <clears throat> uh, Calvin Strange here with the uh, the Calvin Strange cast, not show, cast. All right, the show. Maybe someday. Maybe if I have it my way. Um. Welcome to the show. How's everyone doing? How's uh, my loyal fan base? Good, bad, indifferent, perhaps. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to learn jazz chords. Did you hear that? We got. And then, uh. I think it wants to be that. And then. Something that sounds big. Fucking beautiful, man. I gotta learn that scale. I, the, the the thing about guitar is that I'm not. I'm all self-taught, so I don't. I don't know anything about um, what notes actually are. But God, I just I love the sound of those chords. They're all complicated chords, rather than just going, rather than the usual. I guess that's not usual. I play metal, so to me, a minor. That minor... Shut the fuck up. My computer will not shut the fuck up. I just disabled notifications on Google Chrome for... Oh my god, I have no idea what how many times it's been now. And I still get notifications. Um, that wasn't Google Chrome, it was some other fucking thing. Whoever's idea it was to do the notifications thing on a computer... Fuck that guy. Or gal. Or they. Fuck them. It drives me absolutely insane. Because <sighs> you get that shit on your phone anyway. And believe me, that's hard enough for me. I mean, you can ask anyone, absolutely anyone, how hard it is to actually get me to reply. Anyone that's in the group chat with me can attest for... Um, my odd behavior in terms of how often I actually will fucking reply. Not, not solid. And now, even on your personal computer, sitting at home, just trying to do what you want to fucking do on your computer, you've got notifications. I I keep saying that I'm going to completely, com completely reboot my computer start over fresh i mean it's just acting weird it's been acting weird uh it's just i mean it's a nice little computer i i honestly uh, you if you asked me what it was i would tell you i wish it just had the name on it it's an asus um and it's nice i intentionally got a very lightweight laptop it has an ssd it's a small SSD, it's like 128 gigs, but, excuse me, I'm fucking coffee burping over here. That's what Lance Storm used to always do in training. He'd be like, oh, sorry, coffee burps. <laughs> um, oh, we got texts coming in. I'm a very popular guy is the thing. So, what the hell was I talking about? Um... 
It doesn't take much, folks. It doesn't take much to knock Calvin Strange off of his uh, his current destination. I can't... Oh, the computer. That's right. Jesus Christ. Space case. Um, yeah, my computer, it's pretty lightweight. Uh, it's got a small SSD. It runs games pretty well. Um, like, not... I can't... Okay, my type of gaming on a computer is much different than other people's idea of what a uh, computer game is. Nowadays, computers are... Uh, computer games are basically just console games. You know, everyone plays... Um, you know, God of War. Or, you know, third person. I don't know. Listen, I get it. I'm not a... Hold on, I'm taking my guitar off. My back's tired. I'm not a game... Pro. And I don't understand, maybe... Or I don't uh, have proper perspective on what games should or should not be. But the way computer games were for me growing up, I'm talking strategy games, really. Which is funny, because I know that first-person shooters is like, it's all a computer game, blah, blah, blah. Computers are always the ones that are like pushing the envelope and making and, and furthering games and all that shit. Um, but for me, a computer game is a game that you can play on just about any computer. Because computers are advanced pieces of technology, alright? And when I was a kid, a real-time strategy game... Like StarCraft. The original StarCraft is still like one of the funnest fucking games you ever play. It just rules. Especially, I don't even know if like uh, Battle.net is as good as it once was in terms of the uh, what you could create for user-created levels. But that used to be the shit. So anyway, where the hell am I? This shit's hard to do when it's just you alone, you know? You're just sitting there talking at nothing with no one, no one to go off of, nothing to go off of. I don't know how the fuck Bill Burr does this shit, but that's who I'm trying to be. <laughs> I wanna be like him. Currently watching the... Okay. Let's stop talking about what I'm just fucking doing. And I'm going to start talking about what I've been doing and the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is that I'm not a champion anymore. There, I said it. I am not a champion anymore. I may still be your champion. I'll always be your champion. But that son of a bitch, that dirty, disgusting freak, that masshole Mike McCarthy, in a fans bring the weapons match, 
whipped the piss out of me and took my title. Thusly ending the greatest reign in company history. Seven months or so, something like that. So, you know, you look at that and you got to imagine that I'm going to be in the halls of wrestling history somewhere. No. Um, yeah, so it's over. Um, my title reign's over. Um, McCarthy moves on now as the face of the company, the true face of the company. I was never obviously the face of it. I was the heel of it. Um, now he is the face. I'm very happy that we have a, uh, a face as the champ right now. I feel like it's something that uh, it's needed. And I don't know. I mean, I'll always be known as the diesel of the company. I've made that clear. What with the uh, low, low attendance in the summer. And maybe that is because the bad guy kept winning. And maybe, whether people want to admit it or not, Maybe sometimes they like it when the good guy wins. I'm an old school storyteller, so I think the good guy should win a lot. You know, I'm sitting here looking at this uh, this beach towel of mine that says WWF Attitude, Rest in Peace, Know Your Role, Austin 316, uh, Ministry of Darkness, just thrown in at the bottom there. It's got Undertaker, it's got The Rock, it's got Stone Cold, it's got Kane. I mean, the only really, well, I guess Taker, well, Ministry of Darkness was around, so Taker was definitely not a good guy. The Rock, maybe by this point, was a good guy. Or maybe, no, I think Rock and Taker were both bad guys, and Austin and Kane were good guys at this point. I don't know, man. The point is, back in those days, Stone Cold Steve Austin fucking won. And he won a lot. And he kicked the shit out of anyone that tried to beat him, and anyone that tried to fuck with him. And sometimes he just whipped the piss out of people for the fun of it. And I could distinctly remember as kids. I mean, the reason why I keep this beach towel, I didn't have it back then. I, re- I got this because of Bren's parents actually had it. Uh, you know, these guys were superheroes. And the Stone Cold, even though he didn't possess any superpowers, like fucking Undertaker and Kane, we still knew that that dude was the best. As kids, as kindergartners, as, as, as first graders, we knew that Stone Cold was the best and that he could beat anyone. He was the best fighter in the world to us, you know? He was he was Hercule from uh, from Dragon Ball Z, you know? He was the, the world's champion. He really was the world's champion. And in the mind of little kids, I mean, I wasn't watching every night. I wasn't watching any night, really. My parents did not like it, but... You didn't have to back then because of how popular it was. Everybody would tell you what the hell was going on anyway. And you always knew that Stone Cold was the best. My fucking stomach is growling. I'm pretty hungry. I'm going to have to...
maybe take a break and eat some lunch at some point in here. Um, make myself a wrap with some uh, cold cuts and uh, some cheese. Oh, and spicy, well, that goes without saying, sriracha mayo. That shit is amazing. If you haven't tried it, then, uh, you know, try it. Spicy mayo, uh, the sriracha, though, is, is I think, the, the key to it. Regular sriracha, it can be pretty fucking spicy, <clears throat> you know, if you're white, like me, uh, but the mayo, you just add that, it's like you got the spiciness, and the, and the, um, the flavor of interesting culture, and then you just take that bland-ass white guy mayo, and just squeeze it in there, and mix it all up, and you got yourself sriracha mayo, creamy sriracha, I think is what they called it at Subway, it's fucking delicious, I am no longer the champion, so, seven months of, uh, of a reign, you know, it's finally over, you know, I gotta say, uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say happy to have lost it, hey Dink, my kitty's here. I wouldn't... I'm not happy to have lost it. I would have held on to it as long as I could. I will say, though, it is... There's, there's got to be something said about... You know, heavy is the crown, man. Heavy is the crown. And, uh, I mean, there wasn't a single Let's Wrestle show in which I didn't have severe anxiety... And that's because since the start of Let's Wrestle, I have been either in the main event or I have been, you know, in title matches. Uh, uh, I was in every, every main event uh, all the way up until... I want to say Mac Daniels versus uh, Luke Robinson, and I was in—I was still defending my title that night. Or no, that was the tag match. So incorrect. That was the show, the benefit show, in which I wasn't. And then last show was the title match, and then the Rumble, which I was also in. So I guess I have been in every main event except for one show, and. Um, you know, I get it that, like, Let's Wrestle is not the biggest company. It's not, um, it's not limitless, uh, but it's still really important to me. And being given that title uh, by, by you know, Randy being, you know, allowed the opportunity to have that title and to, to try and make it mean something. It was something that I did take seriously, and, uh, I think maybe I didn't travel as much as I should have uh, while I was champion, but, you know, I have said before that it was a difficult year in terms mental health-wise and, uh, and physical health-wise in a lot of ways that um, I just eased up big time on the travel 
And here's Leon. Everyone's coming into the bedroom so they can get stuck in here and meow later, and I'm going to have to let them out. So, seven months. Um, it felt like a lot longer than that, honestly. Uh, ow! God damn it, these fucking cats are just crawling all over me right now. Um, I learned a lot in that time. Um, I got a lot better. It all culminated in my match with Mike McCarthy this past weekend. Uh, that was me putting everything on the line, all my chips on the table, um, making it a brutal match. Uh, we took a huge bump very early in the match where McCarthy would suplex me from the inside of the ring to the outside of the ring. Nasty, nasty bump, man. Uh, did not feel great. Did not hurt as much as I thought it would. I, you know, he protected me really well on it. But And when you watch back the footage, I mean, you can obviously see how terrified I was and how hesitant I was. Well, I didn't really get over as good as I could have or should have and, uh, you know, ended up more taking a brain buster to the floor than a suplex. You know how it is. Um, <laughs> hashtag relatable. I mean, brain busters to the floor. Fun stuff. Um, there's that fucking pop-up. Your Norton subscription may have expired. <coughs> Guess what? I don't fucking have Norton. There's one, there's two, here comes the third. Number three, I want to fucking blow my brains out. Where was I? Man, I'm hungry. Should have eaten more than a powdered country kitchen donut. Before I started this, but I wanted to play guitar all morning. That's what I get for doing that. No, I'm trying to play my guitar more, and I'm trying to trying to learn more. And for a while, I've been just learning and playing with open tunings because uh, they are fun. But you know what? What they are limiting. They are limiting. And uh, that's a pretty frustrating part of of the open tunings. They do feel a little bit limiting. And I've always held that you know, I don't actually know how to play guitar, so. What do I know about limits? Do you want to go... Do you need to do... I can't handle these fucking cats. Um, yeah, it's just harder for me to be uh, really creative because it feels like with a standard tuning, uh, you have so much more range. Hold on, I gotta back up so my cat can jump onto something else because she's just being a moron. Alright, you can walk onto that surface, so let's go. Hop up, thank you. Now here's Leon, everyone. Oh, King Leon. What's up, buddy? You came in here and then realized that the door was closed and that it would be closing on you, and now you're stuck in here, and you want me to get you out, but you're also down with a little bit of affection, aren't you? Well, guess what? I can't give you a ton of affection. I'm trying to do a thing called a podcast and you'll understand it as your cat but 
you're not listening to me when I'm telling you that I can't give you a ton of affection and I know that Leon in particular goes crazy for affection. So I'm going to let this boy out. Leon's gone, everyone. Say goodbye to Leon. Back to it. So being in standard tuning, again, I just tuned all the way back up. I mean, I'm a metal guy, so I've always played in uh, I've always played a step down, and then in incorporeal, we uh, played two steps down in some songs, and then for the second album that we're you know, is on hiatus that we were in the middle of writing. Um, we were writing, we were writing in um, C sharp standard. You know, whatever the fuck, if that's what it's called, standard tuning. But you, the root, the bottom top string is C sharp or D flat. I don't know. And now I'm back up to standard tuning and trying to learn jazz chords because jazz chords are very complex it's a very deep full sound it's very rich to me and um a, a lot of these are, are uh four note chords it's it's not as much of the uh strumming the whole thing open like with i think i'll play open tunings on acoustics probably pretty exclusively um because this shit just sounds great on an acoustic. I think that's the main thing. It may sound limiting. It may be a little limiting on an acoustic, but... I do a lot of things, um, you know, I'm very skilled, intelligent, um, very handsome. So I think I'm doing, I think I'm going back to standard tuning. I think, and this is just kind of a revelation I'm having right now. I think, I think I finally, I think I finally found that I want standard tuning on guitar, which will probably tune back down to D, um, or maybe only a half step down just because I feel uncomfortable being just in standard tuning it's very weird I have very weird um, problems with any 
form of uh, conformity, if I can use that incredibly cringy word. Because I'm a self-taught, uh, you know, metal guitarist, and when you're into music, you just grow you just grow up around guys that just worship the same musicians forever, and they don't care about any new musicians or any genres that like you know sprung up, you know, ever. So unless it's just straight up hard rock and roll, with people that are are trained you know, guitarists, like trained blues guitarists or whatever that got into rock or just guys that want to do rock and roll, they just don't like it. And it was really frustrating because, you know, I grew up in the Guitar Hero era when it came to guitar, okay? I was playing Guitar Hero. Man, oh my God, I'm just getting such nostalgia for that time in my life right now. It's just hitting really good right now. Guitar Hero, fucking just learning guitar and just getting into music, man. Those were the days when music was this vast, undiscovered, undiscovered land for me, you know? It was so weird when you think about I mean, I feel like I didn't even like music for a long time when I was a kid. I listened to wrestling music. Um, and there was a bit of me that was into heavy music. I always knew that I liked it heavier. And I think that was because of wrestling. Like, in pro wrestling, all the music was the heaviest shit that I was exposed to as a kid. Limp Biscuit, hello. Drowning Pool who I always credit as my first favorite band. Um, I mean, I had the Forcible Entry CD, WWF Forcible Entry, and then later I even bought the WWE one because my WWF one got, like, stolen or broken. I can't remember. Um, and yeah, I listened to that shit all the time, and that was all heavy music, mostly. All, mostly. And then moving into eighth grade i remember everyone was talking about corn um because they had just come out with fuck that fuck that burn all one single say fuck that fuck yeah you know what and that was my first guitar song that was the first song i ever learned on a guitar how fucking hilarious is that most people learn smoke on the water most people learn uh Something that actually teaches you guitar. This is what I learned. fucking slide was the hardest thing for me the yep that is my uh 
That is my odyssey as a guitarist. So thank you, Korn. Um, thank you, Monkey, for writing that riff, if he's the one who wrote it. What's going on today? Uh, I'm going to take a quick break, guys. Um, we're just about at the 30-minute uh, mark. So uh, just before that, 30-minute mark, do some uh, promotion here. I will be appearing back in Orno, Maine, February 8th for Let's Wrestle Volume 12. I cannot remember the name of the show, but it is Volume 12 is the 12th issue of Let's Wrestle, and I will be appearing there live. And I will be finding a way to exact some sort of revenge, to scheme, to plot, to... Uh, to be a, a non-do-gooder, uh, a no-good son of a bitch, um, out for revenge. Uh, I will not be having a champion's rematch because this is not WWE. I do not get a champion's rematch. So what's next for Calvin Strange? Well, if you show up, you will find out. And let me tell you something, guys. I do have ideas my character will be evolving uh it'll be evolving much more significantly than it has in a while but this whole title change uh whole title reign up to the title change has been really important for developing my character and furthering it and i really think that uh the future for my character and uh with my classic core with dave dyer i think is going to be a lot of fun so anyway i'm going to take a little break here at the 30 minute mark fucking norton this is a goddamn virus there's one and there's two and there's three. <clears throat> yeah. I'm definitely going to have to f fucking reboot my computer. <sighs> my cat's even crying about it, man. Fucking A. I don't want to have to do this shit. Have you guys ever heard of uh, Animals as Leaders? It's a band looking up their wikipedia right now so i get their, everyone's names right i just started really listening to them i've been kind of listening to them for years um but never got really into them until i got my really really good headphones and uh, got Spotify because uh, the thing is with buying CDs which I used to buy CDs like crazy I mean I spent so much of my paycheck on CDs every single week that I got paid um, but the thing is um, oh Jesus cat. Uh, hold on take my fucking guitar off this would be easier if I didn't have one square foot of space in my desk. Okay. Um, if I didn't know I was going to really like something, like if it wasn't exactly what I was looking for, I wouldn't buy it. And uh, I, Animals as Leaders, I didn't understand exactly what they were 
what their sound was. I kind of assumed they were a um like a metalcore band, honestly. Which is so insulting if you actually know what they sound like. Okay, dang get fucking comfortable, right? Jesus. And uh anyway, so I, I didn't really I never bought one of their albums. So I got Spotify and then it started recommending all this progressive metal because that's what I started listening to the most and now what I'm always listening to uh basically and um animals as leaders always pops up in there obviously they're incredibly significant in the progressive metal scene and looking back now local band here capture the sun if any mainers remember them um I mean they were listening to this shit as it was coming out and they, this I'm, I can al almost guarantee you that these guys were like one of their major influences. Um, just the technicality and the uh, complexity and the um, the richness of the of the, the 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 richness of the amount of emotion that can be explored with such complicated music. This guy Tozan Abazi, who's the who's the uh, originator of the band oh my god my cat is so fucking annoying right now <clears throat> he uh I mean he's just an absolute madman he does all that crazy tapping and the slapping the slapping and popping on the guitar with all the taps and the four finger taps so eight finger taps even um and the timing the time signatures the tempos I mean it's all it's a it's a it's a scientific study you know it's a it's like theoretic it's like the theoretical physics of music you know i mean it's tozen abazi um and javier reyes the other guitarist but i'm pretty sure tozen abazi is the the big mastermind behind the whole project and why it sounds the way it sounds and all that shit and to me he is just uh someone who is pushing the envelope and 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 uh showing everything that music can be it's always so cool to to see musicians like him really uh push the envelope the creative the artistic envelope and explore deeper and further um into everything that music can be as i'm saying as i've said like 10 times at this point as i'm fucking rambling but the the thing is i used to be such a negative kid who was jealous of guitarists that were better than me and the thing is there's so many people that are still like that you know you can't show them musicians typically metal musicians because they play fast and technical and very precise you can't show them this because it's like they find this this undying need this desire to let you know that there's no soul in what they're what they're writing you know compared to everyone else they uh you know they they sure they play fast but you know does it really sound good it's the most bullshit thing i've ever heard you know no one's allowed to do that to the beatles no one's allowed to say like 
sure they were the first to to do it but is it actually fun to listen to you know if you do that then you know sacrilege but people do it all the time to progressive metal musicians um and i think a lot of it is rooted in uh, you know insecurity really you know you can i don't understand why it's not okay i mean you can look at someone who you know can maybe paint a fucking masterpiece looking painting in uh, i don't know five minutes and it's incredible to see that but if you're if you're going to discredit that because you feel like there's no soul behind what he did because he rushed it or something like that you know it's to me it's the same idea you're 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 looking at someone else's artwork and you're you're judging them on their artwork and you're 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 interpreting their own heart and soul and what they put into it based on your preconceived notions of what that art should be. So watching you know Tozan Abazi the way he plays guitar, I mean he completely reinvented the instrument in my opinion the way that he plays and the way that they record too that really really pitch perfect incredibly direct percussive right in your right in your ears just on the way that the the guitar cuts through everything in the bass because of the slapping and the popping the excuse me the as i said you know percussive nature of their music the way they produce it it's produced so tightly and so perfectly that it creates this really incredible, you know, digital almost sound in your ears. And it's incredible that these guys, and it's, it's the same with, I just watched a crazy performance of uh, Polyphia. They're the same thing where they play so fast and robotically, they look like robots when they're playing. They play everything absolutely perfectly every single time it's incredible to see it's incredible to watch but a lot of people discredit them because of how robotic and perfect they are and um i think that's funny i think in no other medium would someone get blasted for being too perfect you know but in music because music is full of it's so weird. There's an objective nature to music and there's a subjective nature to music. The subjective nature to music is the important nature, right? But there is an objective nature in terms of technical ability, in terms of what you're actually able to accomplish in different intervals of time, in terms of precision, sound, and complexity. These are objective things that someone can be objectively better at another person that does not mean that that person is better subjectively you know and very often means they are worse subjectively they're considered worse they're less popular they you know or people just tend to agree there's something you know about their music that they just do not like but to sit there and say that one is better than the other um subjectively it's subjective you can't really do that 
objectively. You can look at a guy like Tozen Abazi from Animals as Leaders, and you can say, that dude is one of the greatest of all time. That's all I got to say about that, because I know you're all wondering what I had to say about Tozen Abazi today. I've been listening to Animals as Leaders. I mean, I'm surprised at how few albums they have. I kind of assumed, because of how long they've been around at this point, that they would have you know, probably like six or seven albums. They only have four. They only have four albums, uh, so I downloaded them all. I mean, they released 2009 and 2011. So, 9, 10, 11, so like two years, maybe three years. And then 2011 to 2014. And 2014 to 2016. And 2016 still feels really recent to me, and i got to keep rem reminding myself that it's 2020 now, so... It's been a while. Are they on hiatus or something? That's the thing. They just say, on September 30th, they released a single from the album, The Brain Dance, which if you have not... Okay, if you're going to listen to one song from Animals as Leaders, maybe I'll post a link, actually, to them playing this. And uh, maybe we can get some comments going in the, uh, in the comments section below. I got my own comments section. That means... You can comment. You can you can comment on my videos on my website, and it's not on fucking Facebook. You know. Sorry, I'm moving some shit. I'm trying to push my computer back so I can lean on my desk a little bit. There we go. Okay, trying to run over my cat with my chair. Try not knock over my microphone. Okay, there we go. All right, cool. We in? We're all settled in. All right. Now listen up. If you guys come to my comment section and you start commenting and we can have intelligent conversation, we can have good... And when I say intelligent, I'm not saying don't make dick and fart jokes. What I'm saying is we can have non-political discourse about cool things and if you're like-minded like me if you like metal and video games and music in general and um wrestling and who knows what else i don't know then you come to my comment section and we will fucking talk to each other and we will comment we will, we, will, we will talk about the things that we're going to talk about. And the first thing, my first act of introducing this, I'm going to, I'm going to get a link. I'm going to pull it up on YouTube right now so I don't forget. YouTube.com. The Brain Dance. And it's going to be the Dunlop Sessions. Oh, no. Oh. That, just that opening right there. I already want to listen to the whole seven-minute song right now. I mean, if you listen to the song, you'll understand why I'm learning jazz chords right now. But um, you're going to watch these guys play as well. And you're just going to see how unbelievably good they are. Uh, let's see here. Ba -ba -da -ba -doo. 
I'm just getting this whole thing ready. Oh, man, I'm on my website, and the first thing I see is a picture of me with the title. i got to change that. Actually, i got to change it right now. So let's see. Media images. We're going to trash that. Confirm. Bam. All right. You'll no longer see me with the title on my homepage. Why is it still there? Okay, it went away. There we go. Oh, well, now it's just got this other guy on there. The fuck? Oh, my God. What have I done? Okay, well, hold on now. Now I have to add a fucking image. Otherwise, it's just going to be this other jerk off there. If you're on my website right now, there's just some other guy in the background. So, that's probably pretty funny at least. Come on, where's a good one? Da, 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 da. How about this one? Just for now. Just for now. Let's then take a minute to upload that. Anyway, I got the YouTube video pulled up anyway, but it's such a good song, man. And you just got to go with it, all right? You got to trust me on this. You know, not all music is easy to digest, and that's the beauty of prog metal and prog rock, man. Sometimes it's just not easy to digest. And it challenges you, you know, the same way that uh, me listening to Leprous really challenged me because of the really weird time signatures and the very odd voice of the guy. Uh, that's a weird picture of me, but fuck it. That's the way it is, man. I'm no longer champ. I need new promos as well. So we're going to go to Strange Cast. All right, so I'll set that up later. No reason to do that right now. Okay, cool. Let's quickly check in, see if we got any. Oh, there's Norton. I'm gonna have to not flip out about it because this is just gonna happen from now on. All three of those until I fix my shit, which I really don't wanna do ever because it's gonna take forever. we got yeah so the only ones I've got are from back here and I'm gonna I'm gonna start let's see and they're from Justin of course um, so the only what we got uh, if you were to start your own wrestling promotion, money's not an issue. Pick from pros and independents. Who would be your top 20 picks? That's a huge question, Justin. And honestly, now that I know what promoting is like, I mean, and I don't know what promoting is like, i just seen it from the outside, 
and I'm in part I'm part of the beast right now. I can honestly say I want nothing to do with promoting whatsoever. It looks horribly stressful. You have to depend. Shut up. My god. Turn off my fucking speaker. You have to depend on so many people. Um shit just goes wrong. There's the elements. I mean, there's so God, my cat wants to leave now. It's just something that I don't want to do. I think promoting would be so stressful. I get stressed just watching it, you know? From an outside, a very outside perspective. I mean, I hardly see any of it. I can hardly promote my own shit. You know, I'm terrible at that. Speaking of promoting your own shit, promoting not just the comment section, but the questions section. I'm trying to answer a question right now. If you've got a question for me, if you want to fuck with me, if you want to just, you know, create conversation and just be included, I mean, how cool is this? You can go onto your little computer box and you can send a digital letter to me and I will receive that digital letter, look at these uh, these bits, and then I will verbally record myself, which will then be transferred into digital bits. I will, I will answer the question and then send it back onto the internet for everyone to hear. So you'll be a part of it. I don't know if that sounds as cool to you as it does to me, but that's kind of why this podcast thing is important to me is to me it's some sort of validation and some sort of record of myself you know in this time the year 2020 and i don't know that shit's important to me so if you have a question go to my website calvinstrange.com click on talk to me and send me any question you want so, Justin, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't have these 20 picks for you off the top of my head. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and say, since I can pick from anyone, um, since it can be pros or independents, starting my own wrestling promotion, I would probably pick... Um, probably 20 Lance Storms, you know. I think, you know, if you just wanted a promotion that has just the overall greatest everything, 20 Lance Storms can't go wrong. Um, I would call it Lance Storm Pro. Um, and there would be a different Lance Storm for every type of character. So, you know, you've got you've got regular Lance Storm, and you've got uh, Canadian dressing Lance Storm. Uh, maybe you've got, you know, Fisherman Landstorm, Scuba Diver Landstorm, Riot Squad Landstorm, Cyborg Landstorm, Robot Landstorm, two very different. Uh, even Android Landstorm would be in there too. Um, you know, just the whole gang, just about every Landstorm of the uh, action figures that you can imagine. I would just throw in there and call it good. It would be uh, LSP. LSP. So that's my answer. 
That's the worst answer in the history of uh, podcasts. Uh, let's see how much time we got left. I am kind of counting down the time because I have to uh, I have to eat and then I have to go to the gym. I mean, I'm I gotta try and stay in shape. I've not been in the gym since before the show where I wrestled McCarthy. Right after that, I had a really good, the next day, had a really good match with Scott Wilde at a dojo taping as well. I mean, that he really pushed me to my limits as well. I was still very sore and beat up from the day before, um, and we did not phone it in. I was blown the hell up, and it felt really good. And, uh, you know, dojo tapings are always really fun. I feel like just being around, uh, it's such a positive environment, everybody everybody's looking out for each other and everybody just wants everybody else to do really do really well um we've created a really good environment at that place and new people are always showing up or some people they're not there at every single show and then they they're at this one and it's just it's just cool it's it's got this very welcoming atmosphere and i feel like i always come out of a let's wrestle show and dojo taping as a much better wrestler than before here's my cat everyone it's dink Hey, Dink. What are you doing? She's not going to talk because she knows I'm recording. But she usually makes these funny noises. You were just fucking so rowdy today. What is with you? No, uh, you're not going on the desk. It's not happening. It's not happening. I love my cats. Oh, God. Fucking cunt. Ah, oh, Jesus. She's an asshole. Oh, okay. So, yes, I'm getting back in the gym today. I took some time off. I felt like I needed to recover. I don't feel like I lost anything. I made. I did 60 push-ups yesterday while I was at work. You know, it's not a workout. I did work out my chest, though, um, and it, you know, tightened up my body again, and I'm I'm feeling like I can get back in there. My, I also injured my knee two days before the show. Uh, I must have injured it the Wednesday that I recorded or that I released the podcast. And, yeah, I hurt my knee at the gym, so I couldn't work out any of the days before the show because I really didn't want to hurt it anymore. And then did the two dojo tapings, and then finally yesterday uh, finally felt much better. The day before yesterday, and then yesterday it felt even better than that. That's when I was doing the push-ups. So today, getting back in there, I'm going to try my hand at some squats. I guess I'm just going to go for... Uh, a wider stance or something because I can't figure out what it is I'm doing wrong every fucking time I do squats I get my weight up and then I hurt my knee and I and it's it's got to be my form you know it's just got to be my form and it drives me crazy because I really feel like I'm focusing on my form really well and um, making sure that it's as good as it could be and uh still I'm coming out with this knee pain so it's that's very frustrating but you're not gonna get better unless you just keep trying and keep trying to get better um I want to be stronger I'm happy I'm 
very happy with my results so far. I think even just slightly focusing on what I'm eating is helping. You know, last night for dinner, I just had uh, veggies like carrots and beans, um, like string beans, and uh, a um, sweet potato. And it was very, very good. You know, it's probably not the most complete dinner in the world, but if that's all I'm eating, at least that's what I'm eating. It just would have been nice if I had cooked some meat with it as well, or some kind of protein, which I didn't, but other than that, I think it's still good calories and good vitamins and shit like that coming in with those veggies, you know, considering I didn't really eat many veggies before. Or if I was eating veggies, I was frying them. And apparently, frying them, it gets rid of all the nutrients. Almost all the nutrients in a veggie because of how hot it is. So I never knew this. So I was just constantly, I thought I was doing so well. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm just cooking. Cooking veggies is so easy. You just cook it in the pan and you cook your meat in the pan. You do everything in the pan. Then you got, you know, quick cleanup, no mess, whatever. No, it's not that easy. You can't do that with your veggies. If you do it with your veggies then you're losing nutritional value. Sorry, trying to move my chair without killing my cat because she's on the back. So now I am... Oh, come here. So now I am uh, trying to roast my veggies or... I'm just steaming them in the bag, just doing the steam bag, and then um, eating them just like that. And I tell you what, it's not so bad. A little bit of sour cream with the potato, and then you get like the potato. I mean, even tonight, even maybe, I'll do sweet potato, regular potato, and the regular potato with butter, of course, and then a bunch of veggies, sour cream. It's delicious, guys. Let me tell you something. And I don't think it's that bad for you. I mean, you're eating the sour cream. I get that. You're eating the butter. I get that. But you're still getting the good shit. And the majority of what you're eating is the good shit. So, you could go hard if you want to. Cut out the butter. Cut out the sour cream. But I'm feeling myself getting stronger from eating the good shit. Even if I have to cheat a little bit, to make the good shit the great shit so i hope that's some inspiration for you and i hope i gave you some inspiration for the week i've got developments i i've lost my championship i've lost my championship but i have got much more on the way i have a much longer story to tell and part of it starts right here on this podcast and trying to make this as big as it can be or as good as it can be rather so I want to thank you if you have tuned in today for listening to the Calvin Strange cast. Remember, February 8th in Orono, Maine, I will be back at Let's Wrestle for Volume 12. Uh, if any more bookings come up, you will find out on my next podcast uh, right here. Um, so if you have any questions for me, calvinstrange.com, hit talk to me. If you want to book me, uh, calvinstrange.com, talk to me, and you can you know, inquire about a booking and make sure it's serious inquiries only. Not that I have to really say that. I mean, I'm not getting fake booking offers really, except for RWC or whatever the hell that was. I mean, they said they were going to give me, uh, 
5k a month wow wow sounds pretty good i mean they've signed everyone um no that's a scam anyway that's an hour that's my time i got some shit to do i gotta go to the gym i gotta eat a little bit more um i've got uh i've got a class that i'm teaching that's another thing that i need to plug uh tomorrow night so that is january uh 16th not night afternoon january 16th july (laughs) oh my god January 16th, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. I will be teaching a class over at the Limitless Dojo. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the Limitless Dojo, contact the Limitless Dojo on Twitter at Limitless Dojo or find the Limitless Dojo on Facebook and contact us there. Um, <clears throat> or message me in any of the ways that I talked about before, come to my website and message me and talk to me and, uh, see if you can, uh, start paying and come on into the dojo, see what it's about. Um, maybe before you start paying, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm saying. I've never done any of this. Randy usually takes care of all this, but I'm trying to plug it and make it a thing. So the limitless dojo, come check us out. We run about three classes a week. Um, it's a collection of, like-minded people who just love wrestling i was trained by lance storm and i try to pass on some of that training um to you guys and i'm a part of all of it um we're training together we're all trying to get better together um you know i get that this i'm not lance storm and i've only been doing this for three years um we've got alexander lee as the head trainer who has been doing this for about 11 12 some years so we do, and also the rest of MSP, particularly Mr. Aiden Agro. So, um, doing a lot of training there, and I will be there this Thursday. So, come check it out. Uh, I think, okay, good. I thought I stopped the recording, but I just hit something else. That's it for my show, guys. Gotta do a little guitar outro here. So, gotta pick it up. Oh, God. Uh, I totally forgot. All right. Well, thank you guys. Once again, this is Calvin Strange signing out. Jesus. Um...